Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Today I have special guest co-host Lynette Carolla from the Crying Out Loud podcast here to talk about threesomes, masturbation, porn, and how to communicate your needs to your partner and oh, so much more. I don't know where this is going to go, but it's going to go crazy. Thanks for listening. You know how I'm always talking about how important it is to mix things up in the bedroom? Well, Hustler Hollywood stores should be your main destination to the best toys, erotica, the sexiest lingerie, and most of all, the easiest way to find answers to what you've been looking for to how to enhance your sex life. I always say it's great first date night. Take them to a Hustler Hollywood store and figure out, you know, maybe not first date, a date night, a second date. Figure out what you both like. Oh, that toy looks hot. Or have you ever watched this kind of porn? It's a great way to figure out what you and your partner want to try, what you like, to spice up your relationship, or if you just need a special toy for yourself. Also, they have a new website, HustlerHollywoodStores.com, and you can use Sex with Emily at checkout, and you get 20% off any of their toys, any of their products. Also, if you go to their store, you also say Sex with Emily at the counter, and you get 20% off all your sexy purchases. How fun is that? So go to HustlerHollywood.com, and uh, have a good time there, because I know you will. Spice it for sex life. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, where you can listen to all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list, check out our blogs, our posts. We update the website every single day with things that will change your sex life and your relationships. So uh, go check it out. It'll make you really happy. Also, on Facebook and Instagram, and uh, what's the other one? Twitter. I'm Sex with Emily across the board, so check me out there too. It means a lot. And I appreciate you all for listening. And I'm so excited that Lynette's here. Yay, Lynette. Yay. Hi, Lynette. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hi. Hi, Emily. I'm sorry. My voice is like this. Uh, it's always sexy like that. No, like, no. I, are you I sick sick? It. I'm not sick sick. They're, the cold was going around. It's not, I'm not contagious, but the kids okay, were, good. yeah, whatever. The kids, are they back at school? They're back at school. Everybody's, you twin boys? Mm, boy and a girl. Boy and I always girl. say that to you. I know. Because I always think, okay. people do that all the time where they're like, Every, oh, twin All the boy. time, yeah. Right, boy and a girl. I do that. So they're yeah. back, because I just feel like I just saw you and they were like out of school. I know, summer. I know, because they're only, they're out of school quick and then they're back to school, which okay. is good. That's it's good. a good thing. So now you are doing <clears> for crying out loud. How often are you guys doing shows? Uh, we do two shows a week. Every uh, Tuesday and Friday is a new episode with uh, my co-host Stephanie Wilder Taylor, and we talk about all kinds of stuff. I'm also the new—I guess you can call it ambassador for Mangria, which is this like taking s- on a life of its own. I thing. love, okay, so tell me, tell everyone what Mangria is if they haven't had the pleasure to taste it yet. In a nut, it's a, <laughs> thank you, it's a, and I brought you some. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, it's a, in a nutshell, it's a specialty cocktail, and it's 21, 21% alcohol. It's, it's in a wine, it's the highest you can get before you get to spirits, and that, uh, it's a nut So brilliant. Category. So how many, how many does most wine have? Alcohol Most content. of the time, it's like a 12, 11. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you yeah. get wasted. Because oh, I had one yeah. glass. It was so – or two, probably. It's very in Vegas. It's so strong because yeah. I have a hard time drinking, like, more than one glass of wine because I get buzzy. Me too. It was amazing. It's a better it buzz than good. wine because I'm not a big wine drinker. I love beer. Um, I'm not a big – I have all the moms that drink wine and stuff. But Mangria, it's just you pour it over the rocks. It's ready to pour, and it just melts all your problem after you take a drink, <laughs> like everything. And we have it in red. We have a white and a brosé. But brosé. Yes. And so we've been doing these Mangria bar crawls where we hit four bars, and we go to a city, San Diego. We're going to San Francisco. Oh, when? Uh, I'll there. let you know. Okay, because yeah, we so. had a good time. We went to Vegas. Yeah, that was, oh, yeah. That was, so that was a blast. Fun. And then I was supposed to go with you to San Diego, but it was just so yeah. hard to get there for yeah. a night. Yeah. But I would, and I know San Francisco, all the people. Yeah, there. I know. I, gotta, I would rally my troops yeah. for the man. Where can yeah. people buy it? Um, you go to CorollaDrinks.com. Okay. Yeah. 
I love it. So that's your job. That's my right job. Your second yes. job. Fifth job probably with yeah. kids, right? Yeah. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Being a wife. Being a wife. Um, oh, there's one more thing I have to mention before I forget because I often forget this, that I'm going to be in New York, so don't go to San Francisco then, September 18th to the 20th. Um, for the Sexual Health Expo, which has really taken off this year. We started in January in, in uh, L.A. We did one in Phoenix this summer, and now it is in New York. It is a three-day expo where you're going to have speakers, like the top sex educators and relationship educator, educators in the world are going to be there speaking for two days. Tickets are super reasonable, but I'm also giving away free tickets if you email me, feedback at sexwithelmy.com. And... There's going to be breakout sessions. Not breakout. What I hate breakout sessions. What are they called? Like sessions where you can go talk to your like Breakouts like when they make you talk to your partner. Yeah. I hate that shit. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Um, no, but like speaking. Meet and greets. Meet, no, oh. Yeah, there will be meet and greets, but they're going to have sessions. Like hour long. Oh, like workshops. Like how to give a blowjob. How to enhance intimacy. But there's also going to be on display really cool sex products and the latest and greatest toys. So if you live in New York or the New York era, please come see me and say hi. I'm giving the keynote, I think, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's all at sexualhealthexpo.com. And also the other thing is, uh, yeah, and we're giving away tickets, feedback at sexwithemmy.com. Oh, and if you don't live in New York and you heard this, you're like, oh, I get best guess my friend would love to go. Tell your friends. Tell them about it. It's going to be a good time. I might be there. Really? Maybe, possibly. Yeah. We're going to We're kicking off Monday night football that Monday after that weekend. Okay. I'm going to be there Monday. Yeah. So I Plus might party. be there. I don't Stay. know. I have to. I have to get these Mangria girls round up. And do you have to hard. find like hot Mangria yes, girls? Yes, that's part. Do you of do my the job. casting? Um, I found an agency that sends me pictures and you know pick the girls you like and blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah. You had some sexy Mangria girls there in Vegas. We did. I'm like, I felt so not sexy. I'm like, I'm not really know, here to help. Right? I'm just going to drink in the cabana with you. Yeah. But that was that was yeah, fine. That was, was all fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. And the, everyone can find you at LynetteCarolla.com yeah. on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. All that Doing stuff. Doing a lot of Instagram. Okay. So what's going on with you? What's the latest? Um. So I don't know. I was gonna ask you. Oh, my you head me is some spinning. I have so me. many questions. I know. Okay. I was like, okay, go. Yeah. Ask away. Um, so I was, uh, I was asking you before the show about the porn sites, and not that I go there very yeah. often, right? <laughs> right, not very often, not in the last two hours. But they're scary, like you know, uh, that the stay away. You click on something, next thing you know, you click and you click, and the next thing you know, there's a girl talking, and then there's the stay away alert message that comes up, and. You, you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you know, I do, but I think Madison you get software saying. that blocks it, right? Isn't there blocking you, something? What's it called? The software um, that you put in your computer yeah, that you blocks get, all pop-ups? Like, yeah, it's a ad blocking. If you Do you have a Mac or? Yeah, a Mac. Okay. okay yeah, just um, We're going to show you. Yeah, I'll show you because I have ad block too because I have the same problem. Yeah, because I don't want the feds showing up at my door, you know? <laughs> right, right. Like, how would Adam feel? Like, like child pornography and stuff like that. What oh, the yeah. You know, it's like I'm right. not, it's just because it says, you know, yeah, no, father they, they do dominates that. daughter on the, like, you know, I didn't watch farm. that. It's I swear. Like, oh it my popped God. up. So there's something called ad blocking on the Mac, which we'll show you, and it will block all pop-ups. Okay. So, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay. And they're and not tracking you if you're not putting in your, they don't So if you, you like search like rape or something like that. No, right. most women <laughs> search rape. That's the most popular thing we search. I'm going to tell you something that will change your life and it will change all listeners who secretly are watching porn and don't this want their partners to know about it. Okay. Hi. Hi guys. Um, It's called the incognito window. So if you're using like Google Chrome, you open up, you can like at the very top, you can select like incognito window and it's not like, I mean, obviously if you're doing some terrible stuff and the government gets into your computer, they're going to be able to find everything. It's not that hidden, but it doesn't save your search history. Oh, good. So if you're looking up, like for instance, I accidentally found, I fell down a, the rabbit hole of pegging, researching for uh, Emily's workshop and all this like porn stuff is popping up and I was like, oh, I can't have this on my browser. Like, right. Everyone goes in there, they're going to be like, Madison, what the? Well, right. I know. No. I, I think it. everyone has these fears. Yeah. That's why they <laughs> set up all these things. Yeah. Right. No, she just like, hey, grabs mommy. my computer and yeah. opens it up and all, you know, it's like, fucking Jasmine sitting there with her boobs out or right, exactly. like dive like a like a soldier on top of a but bomb. Do you have an iPad too, maybe? Yeah, I have an iPad. But they're on top there with that too. Oh, yeah. But iPads are, t- uh, yeah. That's true. Kids love iPads. They do. It's okay, terrifying. so uh, we're going to set you all up. But what okay. kind of porns do you like? Rape porn? What, YouTube? <laughs> oh do you go to the tube channels? You yeah, porn? I guess. Like the, I don't know. I just uh, Google porn, free porn. Or you porn? Yeah, you porn. Yeah. Isn't that the one that everyone yeah. goes to? And then I, there's like a bunch on the top that says like you know I don't know two I don't know like yeah. two I know I don't they give you categories like at the top and then you're like oh that looks interesting right and you're like this is trending so we'll go for that right exactly you know? yeah. like do you right. like girl and girl that's what I like I like also. all of it I like I, I sometimes I, I get stuck there for hours and I'm not. <laughs> 
I'm done, you know, and but then I'm still like like watching it. Like, right. wow, there's this, there's that. Oh my God, what are they doing? This poor girl. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of shit. <laughs> like, does her mother know? Yeah. Um, but does it ever give you ideas though, like things to bring home? You're like, that turned me on. Well, the, yeah, the girl on girl thing. I've always thought about that threesome thing. That Adam would ever right go for it because he sat next to Dr. Drew for, for 12 years. Oh and God, right on love him. line. Oh. And he's Drew's like, like threesomes are bad. Anal sex is bad. And we, I'm so different than Drew and Love. I know. I'm like, I it know. can only be bad if you don't negotiate it first with your partner. So right. what What about a long term relationship with threesomes? I mean, or typically, only if both, if you're both on board and things are really solid in your relationship. It's not a way to solve it. It's right. not a way for any couple to be like, oh, this might reignite our spark if we bring in a third person. Because typically, it doesn't do that. Just like having a kid won't save your marriage. But if you like, we've been together, we've been banging each other for this many years, and let's try it. I think it'd be hot to see you with the woman. You've been wanting to be with the woman. We have these ground rules. She can't sleep over. You can't kiss her. You can't sleep with her. Whatever. And couples talk right. about it in a really like intellectual mm-hmm. way. You know, like they're like have the rules. Then you can do it. But if you're not, if you're not in a healthy place in the relationship, I don't. So you've told it. that to Drew, and Drew, what have you said that in front of Drew? Um, yeah, I've given that advice on, on during and what love line. I mean, I don't know. Just He's on his with phone, his on. right? Yeah. He sits there with his phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, on Instagram, but no, I, you know, he doesn't. He does not argue with me. Easy for him with his hot wife to I go know. home to. You know, I mean, right. so. Right. But, okay, so, all right. So that's the thing with these, but you were saying like some of your friends were into these things too? Or had well, a- I had a fr- I have a friend that was dating this young guy. He, he was, and she was having a great time. But they, it was like a long distance thing or whatever. And the like the fifth time they got together or something, uh, he wanted to have a threesome. And she was like, yeah, dude, maybe down the line, but I don't think we're there yet. Right. You know? She's right. And uh, he was like pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm done. Right. You never, because the other rules I tell couples, like you never want to push it. You you want to have it become something that she's interested in as well, right. which you can do. I mean, that can happen. But the second you're like, let's have a threesome, the first thing she thinks is, I'm not enough for you. Right. Um, you think I'm fat and ugly. You don't like me. You're not attracted to me. You want to sleep with my best friend. You know, whatever yeah. it is, all these things go through our heads. So it's like, it's all in the approach. It's all in the ask. And so you could start out by saying like, how have you ever wanted to be with another woman? Has it ever interested you? I think it'd be hard Well, they see. did. T- I think they talked about it. That's oh, what she saying. Thought he had the and green then he light. thought he, yeah. And then so they got together again and then he's like I got something exciting for you this time and then you know meet for drinks and how about you meet my friend and she was like no I'm not interested like maybe down the line yeah the first few months of dating no that's when the sex is really freaking still hot still and you're like into it and you're no, that's that can be weird, but like I feel like the three that can be obviously because she wasn't into it. But if she wasn't maybe as serious about him, or she was looking to experiment, that might be good. I think that she was. Uh, no, she, I don't know if she was serious, serious because she dates a lot. Um, but uh, but she did like like she, she liked like, him Do enough I see to- him again? Do I not see him again? Kind of thing, and I was like, I don't know, do any disrespect? Yeah, kinda... no, I mean, definitely, she should trust her gut on that one. Yeah. But I feel like the best—I mean, this is such a rare scenario—but like the best threesome I ever had was when it was super casual. I was dating a guy for a while, casually, like we were seeing other people, which does not happen as often. That we were still really good friends and really open. And he had a friend who had never been in a threesome, and she wanted to do something. He's like, "Would you do you want to meet for drinks, the three of us?" And I was like, "Sure." So we, he told me like this could happen or not, no pressure. And we went. We drinks and like we were drinking a lot and like whatever. And I'm like, yeah, why not? And it was actually like the best threesome I ever had because none of us were really attached. Right. And I think he still slept with her, but I didn't, it was weird. Like I had no jealousy. No, no. jealousy. Yeah. And I just and that was really great because we were both we were actually making fun of him by then. We were all slept in the bed in the morning. We were laughing at him because he's like a funny. Wow, guy. you guys slept together like I know, overnight. The, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, this is this is like the dream threesome scenario because I really didn't care and didn't have jealousy because mm-hmm. we were seeing other people. And I think when you're all unattached, right. But when you're in a relationship, it can just be tough. But but again, couples, they've been a while, you know, whatever the scenario is, you've been right. together well and you want to open up, but otherwise it's just dangerous. You got to both be on like, board. Girls, uh, the, the, I think guys are, first of all, guys are so stupid sometimes. <laughs> but it's like, I think it switched, it made a switch in her where she was just like, I'm done, I'm done. Like, yeah, no, it, that's just, good. it was a big turn off. And then, and it wasn't because of the threesome, because they were open about it. Right. It was because he kept, 
pushing it and pushing that it. That is so like, unattractive. Oh my God. That's guy's an like, idiot. That, right. See, that would turn me off. If he said it once and she was like, no, and he let it go, that would not be a deal breaker. But it's like the guy's just like, when am I getting a blowjob? When are you getting a blowjob? When are you going to Like anytime a guy just keeps like nagging you about like, sex, right. that's going to make you have, mu- you're going to get much less sex right. because of that. Right. So, right. yeah. Yeah, we had this whole talk about it. I think she also spoiled him because she gave him a lot of attention and he's young and she's a little bit older and she was giving him blowjobs that he was going to get into and you know and he, he never like, has a great blowjob right job. exactly so I think that he was just like uh, just drunk with um, you know lust and right, the of it right. well good she can do better than that she's yeah. begging her you don't want to you right. don't want to force anyone into any sex act right ever I love when you say don't push the head down like, that <laughs> right. is ridiculous the head push is like, the worst so stupid like push your like I know your penis is there and I know you're right. erect no. like don't can I make that decision on my own right exactly unless it's like you guys are into that kind of thing like the whole whatever right. aggressive right. sex but right. otherwise I say no yeah Um. any other what so sex toys how's that going for you to wait well, uh, for me <clears throat> yeah I've given I just you went I bought. I went and bought one. I know I was gonna. Why text would you, you buy? I don't know. All my, I no one of my friends are allowed to buy toys. I didn't know I was gonna. It was like two days. So quickly. I know. I was like, can you be here? What yeah. did you buy? Um, I just bought this other like vibrator that has. In, you can say any brand. I don't care. I don't know the name. Um, Insertion. It ha- well, it had an ins- It goes inside, and then it also like a rabbit cl- kind of thing. Yeah, clitoral. It has a clitoral, and it. In- I am trying to figure out the G spot. Right, we talk- and I know where it is, and da, 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 and I've. I think yeah, we did talk about it, and I've tried to just have an orgasm, like clitoral the- orgasm first. But but see, you say that have the clitoral. That's easy for me. That's no right. problem. But so I've tried to see if I could have a G spot orgasm alone like right. without any but that's really hard for most it, women it is no, no this is what i'm saying is okay. that is that most women need the clitoral orgasm first because it swells your g-spot and you become aroused and all the blood rushes and it becomes engorged to that area so most women have a clitoral orgasm and then the g-spot so i would do your like regular masturbation and then use lots of lube like mm-hmm. put your like lay down on your bed like put your knees back mm-hmm. and like just try to like find it with a toy or sometimes the fingers are the best mm-hmm. way to find it right. and then like you just keep pressing on it but it might take you like it took my friend a month like every single day for I know days you said that I've said that but it's so true but you gotta have the one for it's not gonna for some women they can mm-hmm. but for me I know like I need to have and doing the kegel exercises mm-hmm. has made my G-spot I'm yeah. having crazy G-spot orgasms that I've not had before like I, I have them sometimes I'm happy with my clitoral ones because I can have like 10 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the G spot thing, because that muscle is like bulging, it's yeah. all connected. Yeah. You should try this. Well, toy. I do. I try and <clears throat> when I put the vi- sorry about my voice. Sorry, uh, with the vibrator, I squeeze it. You know, I do the the Kegel oh, thing good. while you know, and it does bring you to orgasm quicker. Right, I right. Didn't, I didn't realize it does that. absolutely clenching the, those yeah. muscles. But then when you exercise them. It's like even stronger, mm-hmm. the muscles, you can mm-hmm. clench more. And that might help you with the G-spot thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. And use lube. And use Water-based lube. lube. Yes. It just helps. Okay. And then if you can't, like after you have your clear one, you could take the vibrator out and like put like two lubed fingers inside, mm-hmm. the come hither, the right. whole thing. Right, And try that. But don't right. give up on the G-spot. Okay, I'm not. And you have lube. I have your lube. Yeah. I yeah. gave you my lube. Yeah. My, my Emily and Tony lube, which I can't yeah. sell on the market, but I do have it. But I recommend... I don't know. I love Sliquid. I love Wet. There's this new hybrid. I don't even know if it's new, but I just heard about it. It's a lube by Wet that's a hybrid silicone water-based lube. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Um, there's lots you of like silicone-based. It's Because it's slipperier. Yeah, but you're yeah. not supposed to use it with silicone toys, although I've heard that doesn't really matter. Yeah. So well, don't, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I just think you can never have too much lube. Even during sex, people get wet. Yeah. Like, you just add a little lube. You've heard me you say this. You forget about lube. Yeah. Yeah, you do have it by the nightstand. Do you have my lube by the nightstand? I do, I do. And then Adam's like, what are you doing with that? (laughs) I hide my toys. (laughs) Really? What about the down under comfort? He won't try it. I think he, because he talks about bulbs, right? Someone told me, they're like, you should give one to Adam. And because I haven't listened to a show, but like, you know, in a while, mm -hmm. and they're like, he's balls. He talks about it. He talks about talking. Just rub it on his balls one day. Mm -hmm. Give you some good foreplay before a blowjob. No, he's used it. He uses it. He's just not consistent with anything. No one is consistent. I know. It's hard to be consistent. Dude is not, especially a dude. Yeah. yeah, they're like, really? I got to wash my face? I was telling this guy the other day, I'm like, I can get you face product. He's like, why do I have to wash my face? And you think of all the stuff that women do, like all the goddamn waxing and washing and moisturizers, they're oh. like, wash my, I use the bar soap in the shower. I'm yeah, like, I know. Really? My husband too. He puts the bar soap on his head. <laughs> and he wants to know why he's got like pubic type hair. 
I mean, it's ridiculous. You're like shampoo kids. It's hilarious. He's married Ugh. to you, and you're like beauty you've ever. I always just like she'll ask me like a sex like what's the best whatever toy or whatever sex thing was. I'm like, okay, I will give you sex tips if you give me beauty tips. Because uh-huh. you like really like oh, your face, you. your skin. Do you still do that face stuff? Yeah, I have. I do do that. The uh, Rodan and Fields. Yeah, yeah you I sell do, it, yeah. right? I sell it. Or yeah, I still do that. But uh, I, you know, it's just it, it, you know what it is. The key what? is self tanner. If you put I know a you little to- bit okay, mixed I wrote with this or down. mixed with your moisturizer, I don't like that one anymore. Oh, I told oh, you the which same. one do you like? I like the Saint Tropez. That's the one I told you. Now I like Tarte. T a r t e, their Brazilian. That's the one I put oh, on is today. Is it the Aztec one? Or it's yeah, like, I, it's I it, so. it, it's pretty. It's yeah. got gold. It says Brazilian is on it, it. Is it tanner or like it it's gets, a cell tanner? Mm-hmm. So it, it's a gradual. It yeah, it's gradual, but it's instant you too. You write that down. Yeah, tart tanner. Yeah. Tart tanner. Yeah. Put it in the I want some too. Um, yeah. and it's gradual. I, I, yeah, I and you but you mix it with moisturizer. Well, with the face, I use a little bit of after I wash because I like my moisturizer. Because so, you are like perfectly tan. Okay. No, that's what it is. It's it makes it just gives you a little bit of a glow. You just mix a little bit of self tan. Like every day. Um, every other night I would say. Oh, and the biggest thing, retin-A. Retin-A. Retinol. Retinol. Retin-A. Right. Which yeah. what, what percent? I need to get that too. Um, ask Drew. Point five percent. Okay. Or something like that. I don't need 0.05. that. Zero five. That. Is the best for your skin. Everyone says that. Yeah, it's on my list. Wait, isn't that like really harsh though? The retinol. The you don't need it. Look at her. Oh, I know what. The you need it like at our age. Well, no, I'm saying like I've just heard it's it. It is harsh. harsh. It can peel. Your skin. You could put it on your knees. You could oh. put it everywhere. Like I know. I know. See, this is what I. Can I just come? Out? Who would have thought that? <laughs> no, you probably have perfect knees. No, I don't no, like my knees. No. Elbows. Uh, elbows everywhere. You can put it. You just mix it with moisturizer, and if you get a little dry, then you give it a break, and then you use it again. And you don't, okay, this is good. Yeah, this is yeah. not about sex, people. I understand. But if but you want it to look good for you. Yes. That's another thing I was going to ask you. So we're, my girlfriend and I, who we drove down to San Diego together, we were talking, because she's dating this guy. Like, the whole rigmarole when you have to, when you're dating a new guy, the the waxing, the tanning, the, you know, the, the hair. The new underwear, the, the whole new thing. underwear, everything that you have to it, do. It is, it is such a pain it's in the exhausting. ass. It's exhausting. It's true. And then, like, every weekend, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Because right now, today, I would have worn a cute little sundress, like Heather McDonald, who was here earlier. It's like, I, my legs aren't tan. I'm not tan. Like, how do you, who remembers? There's, okay, there's another, there's another <laughs> stuff that you just rub on your legs. It's Sa- Sally Hansen. It's the best. It's all what the celebrities oh, yeah. use. You get it at the gross, you get it at Rite Aid. Right. You mix it with the, and again, mix it with the cream and rub it on your skin. I, that's not even self tanner That's just. It's, no, right. It makes it look like your, your, your coloring is all smooth. Okay. And at first, I have to say, it does look a little weird. That's why I do it at night. If I know I'm gonna wear a dress the next day, because it sticks, it stays on. Oh, you don't even shower. Next, and then if you no, don't the no, don't take a shower. Well, if you don't, yeah. And then right. the next day you put on your shorts or your dress, and then it looks more like it because it's it's lived in on your skin and it looks totally, oh totally God. natural. This is so important. I'm taking notes on a sauna okay, for you. Thank yeah. you. So, so the thing is, so with yeah, it's true. When you're dating someone, you're like, did I shave? Like, was she asking about like, do I strip like bikini well, wax yeah. or take it all off? Yeah, do I not? Right, because you know she was dating this this guy who's just got divorced, and. He, he, yeah, she's got a wax and stuff like that. And that we were talking about blowjobs, by the way, earlier. Right. She was telling me, <laughs> she's going to kill me. But guys, guys don't get blowjobs or they're not getting them. Because, you know, the one with the younger guy, he was all, like, you know, uh, enjoying it. And then she's dating this older guy that just got divorced. He's, like, blown away by her giving a blowjob. She's like, what's the big, you know, what's the big deal? Guys love. They love blowjobs. They love blowjobs. <clears throat> but women are so... I think there's a lot of women who feel that they're not great at giving them. Mm. Um, they don't feel like they know what they're really doing, and maybe they just don't like it. But I feel like it's like practice makes perfect. It's the kind of thing practice you just do it. Ask perfect. your ask your partner. Like, what is a good blowjob? Because you give blowjobs. You've said on the show before. You've never like in the 20 years you with Adam. You're like, yeah. I'll give you a blowjob. I'm not gonna say no. No. So you must be pretty damn good at it. I feel like I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But what what would you say is your best tips? Well, like, I'm sure your girlfriends ask you too. Like now, or like who are single? Do they ever ask you? <laughs> no, they no. listen to your show. Okay, good. They do. I love it. Uh, no, I don't hang out with girls that don't give good blowjobs, Emily, <laughs> by the way. No. Uh, she, it, the, I think, well, first of all, I think the key, one of the key is, is enthusiasm. Yep. You have to, even if you're not into it, act like you're into it. Just right. Make the noises, yeah, do whatever. Yeah. Just like you said, for the other way around, if a guy says, I got all night, it's like the best thing you right. want to hear. 
and that's another thing. Like guys, don't I don't they think don't go down do on you either. No. They don't go not for nearly as long as no. they should, or they do it for a minute. And right. you're like, and or they they figure out, and this is something Adam did early on. <laughs> like they figure out what you like, and then they do it over and over and over and over, like the same move over, and it's like. Just because I liked it that one time doesn't right. mean I like it all but the do you, time. But then you do tell them, like, maybe try this, yes. maybe try that. Yeah, yeah. I can, but, but, right. yeah, but, but when you're dating. For, yeah, when you're dating, you, like, don't want it right away. And the problem is I think so many guys are confused because their last partner didn't necessarily like oral the way right. that they the, the way the next person does. Right. So um, the best thing I did was <laughs> I taught an oral sex workshop. This is hilarious, but I taught one at Hustler. And the guy that I was dating at the time came. I didn't even invite him to know he was coming. It was how to give go down to a man and a woman. And – we had been having oral sex for a few months, and then the next time he did went down on me. It was like, it was like a dream come true. Because I always say I wish the guys I date listened to, and he did every like. I'm like, you were taking notes. Like, oh my god, he did everything. Like, slow down, don't rush. Like, tease me. Like, mm-hmm. make me want it more. Don't go right for the clitoris. It was right. just like, I was like almost like really turned on, and then also really like my other side of my brain is going, wow, 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 he's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But there's ways to get better, you know? Talk to your partner. And then also, really, it's about just like mixing it up and go slow. Don't you want guys yes. to go slow down there? Eventually, you want them to go faster. Right. Yes, eventually. Like lick and tease. Oh, my God. The tease is yeah, everything. The tease is everything. Slow down. They just can't, even if you tell them. You know, the first time, the second time, they're slow. Then, then, but they go right back to their old. It's true. You got to just keep reminding. Remember the part about you going slow, right? It didn't change, right? Right. Exactly. But the blowjob, yeah, I the pressure. It is pressure with your hand. With your hand. But my husband doesn't like the hand that much. Some people don't. This is the thing. I shouldn't say just women that are different. Some men don't like the hand. Some men don't like the balls. I know. My husband is not a big fan of the ball. He's just like, yeah, so just... you got to do your whole mouth, and that's hard, mm-hmm. too. Because I always tell women, like, well, if you can't deep throat, because people email me out, I'm like, your hand, just apply the same pressure. Right, You right, a loop. But right. if you don't like the hand, you're shit out of luck. Yeah, I know. Or use yeah. a flashlight, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna, let's get into a little bit of, um, which sex in the news here? Uh, yeah. We've got a little bit of sex in the news. Mm-hmm. I guess I could do this first one. Um, 29% of Americans, half of Brits are some degree bisexual. It's very topical. Gay, straight, or in between. When asked to place themselves on a sexuality scale, almost a third of young Americans and nearly half of all British of their British counterparts consider themselves some degree of bisexual. Reports polling website YouGov, which states that the results indicate an increasingly open-minded approach to sexuality. The survey of 1,000 American adults used the Kinsey scale, adult, uh, developed by Kinsey in the 40s, and asked the respondents to, pilot, to plot themselves on a scale of zero, exclusively heterosexual, to six, exclusively homosexual. Um, last week, the results showed that 78% of adult Americans plotted themselves as completely heterosexual, while 4% selected completely homosexual, and 16% were somewhere in between, with another 2% unsure. Hmm. So, yeah. I don't know, 78%. So, I mean, honestly, but then it says those numbers, numbers change, change when, when you talk to younger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so here's the interesting part 18 to 29 year olds in America, 29% of American young people plotted themselves somewhere between one and five, essentially leaving themselves bisexual. The number was even higher, 49%, in a similar survey of British people between 18 and 24. So, I know. And is it female, male? They don't break it down, unfortunately. But that just sounds like people are more... I think they always have been, which is why Kinsey invented the scale, like Mm -hmm. created the scale that we're all sort of on the spectrum of like twos and threes. Maybe people weren't as honest before, but, or maybe with the onset of porn, I don't know what. I firmly believe so. I've been rewatching all the Sex and the Cities, and there's an episode where Samantha, who's always the really sex forward one of the group, she's like, in a few years, or the next generation isn't even going to see straight and gay. Everyone's going to fall somewhere in between. Gender is just an illusion, and everyone's going to be somewhere. Everyone's just going to have sex with people. And I was like watching it. You know, this is back in the ni- I think 90s when that came out. And I was like, oh, my God. Like she predicted she was, the future. Samantha was yeah. right. We it's like the it's so funny. It's something that we say in my like apartment and my friend group all the time. We're always like, oh, like sexuality is a spectrum. Like you're on the spectrum. Yeah, Don't worry you're about on the it. Spectrum. I do explain to my boyfriends like very Catholic, very like strict parents <laughs> because they were talking about their my roommate is bisexual and they're commenting on it. And I was like, well, you know, everyone's a little bit bisexual and they're like 
Sorry, like we're <laughs> Catholic. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> I was like, right. yeah, like it's a spec- it's a spectrum, you know, from like super, super hetero to super like homosexual. Like everyone falls somewhere in between and they're just like sitting there staring at me. Right. Like, this Dad's crazy like, I don't person. want my dicks up. Yeah, right. crazy. <laughs> they're staring at me like, where did you come from? And now they bring it up every once in a while. And they're like, yep, it's a spectrum. And I'm That's like, so, see, see, yes, see, you're it teaching is. them. I love but, that. The thing oh. is, is I think that the, maybe people have always been that way, but it's been frowned upon I think now it's more open it's more open everyone's allowed to talk about it they're allowed to be like yeah like I have sex with men but I think women are super hot so I do that too like I feel like most of my friends fall somewhere in the middle even if they don't talk about it how about men though I think it's more common for women than men to say they're bisexual definitely like Um, I didn't know your roommate I know him but I didn't know he's bisexual oh yeah I mean he's uh, he has uh, he's with a man now but he definitely qualifies himself as bisexual so he wouldn't be like I don't think he would turn down like female involvement in his relationship. But he's cute. He's, yeah, so I mean, he's, him he's in love with a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I totally agree with this. And I think it's very, very current. I think. Yeah, a lot yeah no, of, it's true. And it says these figures um, are not measures of active bisexuality. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are actually acting on it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, 20% of Americans age 18 to 29 range said they've had a same-sex experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I do think that is changing. I Yeah, I do. I do too. And it brings me back to the threesome thing. Because right. Let's go back to the like, people. People love threesomes. I but. mean, I wish I would have done, I wish I would have done that when I was, I did, but I was drunk. And right, I right. If most people are drunk. Like, right. Yeah. And so I, and there's times I was looking, I was researching for our Mangria girls, like what they're going to look like, like pinup, pinup models, the 50s look. And I was trying to find that Bridget Bardot hair. And I was, I saw pictures of, um, oh God, I keep forgetting her name. It's not Sophia Loren. It's not Bridget Bardot. Elizabeth Taylor? No. Oh. Damn. It'll come to me. The brunette who's sexy. Oh, oh Rebecca. Um, no, a be- from uh, a while ago. Or uh, from a while ago, like she's she's in a movie with Charleston Heston, and she's got the knife in her. I don't know. know. God okay, damn it. it's okay. Anyways, it's sexy. gonna come. I'll Google it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I saw these pictures of her, and I was looking at her, going, God, and by the way, this was back in the. 60s, 70s. Right. Sophia Loren, did you already say that? I, oh, you yeah, okay. it's close. Okay. It's close to that. She's brunette. I was like, she is so beautiful. And I, I don't know if it's my libido, because my libido has gone up through the roof. Really? By the That's way, awesome. yeah. What do you, okay. And and um, we well, can talk about that in a second. But yeah. I was like, I'm like, she's hot. If I was with her, or right. I, I'd be all over that. Because right. Because look at her boobs. Or, because everything was natural back then. Right, you know, exactly. No, no, it's true. fake anything. She was hot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so why is your libido increased? Um, <clears throat> well, I think I, I'm, I'm in my yeah. 40s. Right. And uh, I didn't have, and, well, let's see. I think, well, I'm Hormone? taking hormonal. I was going to ask you about that yeah, because I'm I feel the, like. Yeah, I'm taking the hormonal pellets. From the OBGYN every the couple one months. That, okay. The one that Dr. Drew yes. told me to go to. Told me to go to the two. Yeah. Okay. It's a big, a big, a big help. I mean, it gave me testosterone. She, I mean, she was like, you have no testosterone. She tested me. And ever since for, it took a, a good six months. But Really? Once for them to start in, working? Okay. Yeah. No, it kicks in, but really kick in. It's like. So did, how else does it manifest? Does it make you want sex more and think about sex more? But is there, did you get hair in weird places? Uh, <laughs> I got a, like like a fuzzy, like a, okay. a peach fuzz thing. Yeah, but you just get but rid of it. you get rid of it. But <laughs> other than that, no. I mean, it's the sex drive. It's like, it's. oh, I have been more like, screw you with my husband before I've been like, Oh, okay. Anything you say, but Olga or Nanny, she's like Lynette. I noticed you changed. Like <laughs> now, I'm like, oh, okay. Like I talk to him the way he talked to me, and I, I have a feeling that has to do with that. Wow. And do, how does he respond? Does he notice the difference? Yeah, he's nicer now. See how mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it works. It works like a in a ch- way, like to be tougher and stronger. And, yeah, and like, it does. It does. But do you feel do you get moodier? Do you, like do you get scr- no, like no, it evens it's all out. positive. Yeah, it's all positive. It evens out my mood. Before I was tired. Now I have energy. I go to the gym and blah, blah, blah. But the sex, it's like I've always had a healthy sex right. drive. Now it's like gone into overdrive. But however, there's times of the month, and you probably know this, yes. where it's it's all yes. And then there's times of the month where I'm like, Mm, no, no, right. It fluctuates not, throughout right. the month. So people should know that too with your partners that it does change. Like the mismatch yeah. libido. Sometimes it's higher, lower, different times yeah. of the month. Yeah. But that's really cool. Yeah. Should we, can we talk? Will you remind yes. me? I'm going to talk to you about this. Yes. I just think it helps a lot of women too if you're listening and you're with a partner 
who I mean, you could even have an early people could have it in their thirties too. They might need they might need hormones. Yeah, the, and the pellet therapy oh, is, yeah. is really interesting, and yeah. so that could be a thing if you're with a partner. She's never not in the mood for sex. Um, you know, it took a dive after kids or whatever it is. She might want to get her hormones. All checked, you got to do is go to the OBGYN or whatever, or your even your internist to get your your blood checked. That's it. Yeah. Just, I'm doing it. that on Monday or on yeah, Friday. Yeah. I haven't been in have so long. Test. I have not been to. Okay. Yeah. I got to do that too. Yeah. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's inspiring. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you have, I don't have to read the study. Should we get to some emails? Oh, wait, first. Yeah. I first have a few words here that I need to share with you all. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we were talking about Kegel exercises, how important they are. I've always known they're important, which is why I have my app, Kaggle Camp. It reminds you to do your exercises every day. However, I'm going to admit to you, even I've fallen off the Kaggle wagon. I don't always remember to do them, but when I was doing them and now I'm doing them again, I feel more turned on for sex. I'm having stronger orgasms. My like, It's just my vagina. I'm tighter. Like It uh-huh. feels it. I want it. There is a product on the market that will change your life. It's changed my sexual life. It is called the Intensity by Pour Moi, and it does your exercises for you. It feels it uses electrostimulation. It looks like a rabbit vibrator. You just stick it inside you for like six minutes, and it's really, really relaxing. It has like this pulsing. It's like, hmm, hmm. And you realize it's actually that I might have been doing it wrong, and you just do that, and then afterwards I actually get really turned on, and then it has a little rabbit vibe, and, zzz, and you have a, vibrate, you have a mm. vibration. And so you have an orgasm. And it is just the coolest thing. It was invented by doctors. And now they, they prescribe it to women with like low libido or who feel stretched out or urinary incontinence. A lot of times you get older or you have kids and you sneeze, you laugh, you sneeze, pee in your pants. The whole thing, it's not helpful. And um, this product takes all the confusion out of kegels and will improve your sex life. So it's a vibrator and a kegel exerciser. And if you do it five times a week for like six minutes a day, you will have kegels of steel. Uh, steel. Mm. PC muscles of steel. Check it out. Go to... Pourmoi.com. That's P O U R M O I.com. Or go to my website, sexwithemily.com, and check it out. Um, Also, we have the Down Under Comfort. Uh Mm -hmm. I know you're a fan of Down Under Comfort. It's by Emily and Tony. Love it. Anywhere you sweat, balls, breasts, it's hot outside, okay? And you use talcum powder, it gets all over the goddamn place. This is a cream, turns into a powder, smells delicious, and anywhere you sweat in your body, you will be fresh all day long. You won't have that drip. You won't have chafing at the gym. You can use a dry shampoo. It is a miracle product and it's all vegan and you will love it. Go to emilyandtony.com. Oh, we got a tweet from Robbie Smooth. I'm sure he's very smooth. He says, down under comfort changed my life. My balls don't stick to my thighs while I'm at work anymore. Which I love I, that. I love that too. <laughs> the dream. I don't want your balls sticking to your thighs. It probably makes you much less efficient. Mm-hmm. So um, check it out. Go to emilyandtony.com. Get down under comfort. Use code EMILY for 20% off your first order. And I'll get you some more too than that. Thank you. Okay. Let's talk in some emails. Yeah. So thank you for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. I love hearing from you. And I love when you tell me where you are emailing from, where you live, and how old you are. Helps me so much. And I've got my co-pilot here, Lynette. Needed <laughs> some more insights to help you out. Dear Emily, I'm a very sexually active 27-year-old male. My girlfriend is also sexually active at 28. We love our sex lives and enjoy each other almost every single day. Sometimes I want more, though, and she says no. Doesn't really provide a reason, like I'm tired or I'm sore, just not in the mood or anything, just a no. Is there something wrong here? Is it normal for me to get upset? I told her that this week I wanted to have a full week of morning sexual activities before I went to work, me going down on her and morning sex. And she was totally down. I'm, I'm a very selfless down. Does that mean down like yes or she was down? I will see. I'm a very selfless lover and go down on her every single time we engage in sexual activity. She rarely does the same for me. Let's say every three years I go down on her, she'll go down on me one time. Every three times. Every three times. Sorry. Years would be terrible. Every three times she go down on me one time. So what do I do here? I get frustrated with these things. Sex isn't everything and she's one hell of an incredible woman. But I want to be more intimate with her. We both, um, we're both the best lovers we've ever had. So why not do it as often as possible? <laughs> Let me know if you think I might be off base here. Just looking for a little insight. Mike. Oh, we've been talking about this a lot lately. I know. <laughs> this but- a, sorry. This is just like guy think and it's like ultimate. Like you just read this and you're like, oh, like this is how every man's brain works. It's awesome. Why wouldn't we do it every single exactly. day? Why like, wouldn't we do it whenever I want to? Right. It makes right. no sense. Exactly. Right. So yeah. You know, we're all different. We have the mismatched libidos. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think it's off base that you want to be, you know, intimate with her, but mm. your reaction might be, I mean, you are having sex a lot. 
but it's also a compromise. So maybe you got to talk to her a different way. If you keep complaining to her uh, and you're getting upset, she knows you're upset. That's that's the rough part, I think, is try not to reject. I, that's, that's, I think, leaves damage, even mm. though they can brush it off or whatever. I don't, I think rejection is tough, especially for a guy. It is so tough. Just try not to reject, but um, yeah, I, <laughs> listen, I'm with him. My husband is meat and potatoes. Like he, when I first started going out with him, we had sex a lot, but then he was like, listen, I'm not a big sexual person. I don't. Like, you know, he just jacks off and right. whatever, or gets a blowjob and goes right. to bed. But it's it's now it's kind of like, well, hello, you know, I right. am. Right. So step Good for it you. up. Right. Good. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I feel bad but for this guy. I know. It's true. I mean, I think that, you know, it doesn't sound like he's, like, not getting any, which we right. also heard from that. <laughs> and you're getting more, you know, every day, does he say they're Yeah, he sex? said we enjoy each other every day. Okay, so every single day you're together... So, um, and, 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 you know, she just might, might, might not be turned on. Like we were saying, it yeah, fluctuates right. different times a month. You know, female arousal is a lot more complicated than men. And do you know what turns her on? Do you know what will get her in the mood? The times that she is in the mood, is it because you just begged her? Is there ever things that you do that, like, send her to the moon? And if you don't know this yet, how long have they been together? Um, I don't know how long you've been together, but it's time to start having these these conversations with her. Like, Babe, like go go sex toy shopping, do watch porn together, like right. do something. Maybe she doesn't even really know what turns you know herself on. So you know, I think that like it's all working together. You got to think about it, and are your expectations perhaps a little bit too high? And mm. also, as the oral sex thing goes, I know that can be frustrating. Um, does she feel that like does she like giving blowjobs? You could instead of saying like the begging, like I wish you go down more. You haven't given me blowjob in six months. You could say, God, it's so hot when you go down to me. It feels really good. I love when you do that, mm-hmm. and just kind of remind her how much it turns you on, and like use positive things. Like if you say to her. I go down on you all the time. Yeah. Why don't you go down on me? Like right. that is such a deterrent. Like yeah. that does not make us. That's not like, oh, baby, take off your pants. I want to play now. Right. That's like, what's for dinner? Or like, I'm mm-hmm. leaving, going to the mall. Mm-hmm. Why don't you make her a spreadsheet? Oh, wait, that right. doesn't exactly. work out. <laughs> I know. Right. Remember the spreadsheet that, guy. The whole like him keeping track. Like for every three times I go down on I her. Think I heard like, that. Yeah, he is like. Oh, the, the, yeah, the spreadsheet guy. Yeah. We talk about that. But yeah, no. Yeah. But he's remembering these numbers and he's getting defensive. Yeah. And I just feel like you guys don't have a healthy communication about your sex if it sounds like you might never have talked about it even so communication is a lubrication talk to her but again you got to sandwich it like babe i'm so attracted to you. we have the we've agreed this is the best sex of our lives yeah and i think it'd be so fun to once in a while mix it up and start you know have morning sex or god i love when you give me blowjobs remember that one time and they tell her what you like maybe she doesn't know maybe she thinks that she has to have her mouth on it and she's a bad gag reflex and you can tell her no give me a hand job every once in a while like i don't know what tweaks you guys have to make but it sounds like if you think she's the one, you got to get to the bottom of it and figure out it. And don't out. pout either. Oh, pouting is the worst. Especially oh, the guy you feel pouting. bad. Yeah, I didn't like, get a blue job today. That's such a turn. I know. It's so Ugh. ugly. My boyfriend went through this phase where if I don't want to have sex, he would sit next to me in bed and masturbate and then just like look over me from time, like next to me. And, <laughs> and I'd be like, like your laptop? I'd literally be like, this is not appropriate behavior. I can't, like I can't handle this. And so he's cut it out. But there was like a good like <laughs> month period where he kept doing it. And I would just be like, why would you do like why Wait, would you just we've got a there, bathroom like, oh my god it's so <laughs> That's funny. the funniest face yeah so he got over that really quickly but it's just he like, thought that would make you feel bad I yeah i don't know if it was just kind of like conscious, he thought that i would see it happening and be like right. ah fuck so it like i'm already term. here it's yeah. out like i'll just help out but like now it's gotten a lot better but the pouting is just the absolute it's worst. the worst it's, it's a, a turn off and yeah. you know relationships are about compromise so that's about her meeting your needs learn how to meet her needs yeah. As well. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was Where do you guys stand on morning sex? Do you like it? Hate it. I, I you hate, hate it? it I think it's easy. Here's the thing. Guy wakes up, you get the boner in your back. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, just do it. Like, I usually can't have orgasms in the morning because I got to mm-hmm. be like turned yeah. on and aroused and like I'm not like as yeah. easily orgasmic. So I feel like I just don't have to do it because I know it's going to be quick and I'll make them happy and I'm not like. I don't know. I'm in a huge rush, yeah, no? Yeah. But they're already hard. <laughs> that's Stick one of those it things in, that you're get doing. it over with. It's more of like a favor, I'd yeah. say. It's not like something that I would ever enjoy, but like it's something that maybe if I had more time and like it wasn't in a rush that I would do 
just to make him happy. Right. Because, like, I'm not enjoying it. I want coffee and to pee yeah. in that order. And, like, right. co- sex does not factor into that at yeah. all. Yeah. What about you, I don't. I don't I, he's big with that. And I'm, I'm like, uh, I, first of all, don't wake me up. I always get the waking. <laughs> the, like, the, the, dick the boobs. Your back. Yeah. Oh. And the hand, like, right on the both boobs and the dick in the back. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. And I'm just not a morning person. Right. And I do, I'm not in the mood. But right. I, but I, I do it anyway. Right. I don't, you just do it because then they get it too from me. I do yeah. the spooning, like just keep sleeping. Right, right. You gotta just keep sleeping, and he's going in and out, going in and out, and you just right. like, kind of move your butt back, and you're like, "Are we done yet?" That's just what I do. But yeah. I feel like, yeah, you know, I haven't been as as long term as relationships, like marriage for a long time or whatever. But I just feel like the guys, I, I'm just like, oh, okay, then we did have sex, they check, and I didn't really have to. That's back. true. I just lied there. It'd yeah. be something where you could at least be but like, But if I'm oh. in a super rush or at a job, I had to be somewhere yeah. on time at a certain point, which, thank God, that's why my own business, so I don't. <laughs> um, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, what it is. You know, I think that people want it at different times of day. I like I like afternoon sex. Yeah, I do. Weekend sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like the evening where I'm, like, a little bit buzzed. And, but, I'm angry. Yeah. I'm so excited that you brought some angry. Yeah. Because, like, have you yeah. tried it, Madison? Allergic to wine. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I know. Well, everyone else in the office have to drink it. No, yeah. sorry. We have this problem. More okay, for it's Emily. so good. I know. I'm very excited. I just want to say. I really <laughs> thought it was Friday when we got here. I know. It, it feels like, like it. Friday because it was because so intense. because yesterday was so Yeah, intense. I have to say, I taught a workshop. I taught this anal sex workshop and um, at Hustler Hollywood. Which and I would have been at, to all your workshops if I didn't have kids. I know. I yeah. guess. They sound like so much fun. I thought you like, I bring them. Yeah, I know. Uh, we have yeah, like a little them. like kid area in the back. It's like out of out of sound range. That would be pretty funny. <gasps> they do, right? We actually would, would be smart. But I have to say that it was really fun. I, um, I'm doing another one this month. Um, it's going to be like a sex ed. I'm not mm-hmm. sure the date yet. But we haven't picked a date yet. Yeah, we but it's going to be like everything you wish you knew about sex ed. But first of all, you were so nice bringing Mangrita, that one of them. Yeah, that I had a blast. I, I love that. That was so but, fun. And, and it's like, but the thing is, it's like it's new to me. So I hope that I'll be teaching, you know, in other places as well. But I, um, it's just a lot of work. Like it was an anal sex workshop, which, you know, I like anal it's sex. A touchy I subject. think it's important. It's a touchy, right? It's a touchy subject, and it's so intense. And um, and so I really want to be specific about it. People are so confused by it, and I just worked really hard on it because it's like mm. I can send a podcast without prep for two hours and talk on the mic, but that so it just took a lot. You yeah, know? but it was I great. You. You're well. You're great at it. You're Thank very you. good. Thank you're you. Very good. Oh, it's nothing. No, <laughs> but the thing is that it is. It's, it was. Thank you. The anal one. sex, yeah. How do you feel about anal sex? Um, <clears throat> I did it before I met my husband a long time ago. God, I hope, don't anybody tweet my husband anything. Yes, please. Please, please don't zip tweet it, it lock right. it, put it in your He doesn't pocket. want to know yet. Yeah, no. Um, I did, yeah, but when we were dating, I did it with the surfer guy that I was dating, which was a lot of fun. But <laughs> I did it once, and I don't know, I could see... I could see it being nice. I don't. I see sex so differently now. Right. It's so weird. It's so different. So right. different than my twenties. But uh, I, it was okay. Right. I, I mean, if yeah, I did it once. I mean, to be honest, like I feel like also it's become a generation like younger. Like no one ever in my twenties or high school, they were never like, let's have anal. It didn't even wasn't even on the menu. Right. Right. It, was, right, it wasn't even right, an option. Right. It didn't even come around. And now mm. with porn mm-hmm. and um, people like delaying, you know, marriage, having more sexual partners, all that stuff, like it's like everyone's like with anal sex. Yeah. But a lot of people do it wrong. So the workshop focused a lot about on how like how to do it right because so many women have these really bad first time experiences mm-hmm. where a guy just shoves it in, they're drunk, da, 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 no lube. So you gotta be turned on. Like, yeah, I, same right? thing as the G spot. It's to be. you have to have okay. your clear orgasm okay. first. Yeah. Turn her on first, mm-hmm. go in slow, mm-hmm. use lots of lube, and then it can be enjoyable for yeah, women. Okay. I mean, a lot of women enjoy it. It's just you gotta do it right. And if mm-hmm. it does wrong, they like they're like back door closed forever. Yeah. So I was trying to open up back doors. <laughs> Single-handedly. Um, okay. The work of God, that. we want to do another sexist marriage. Is there another one? I'm going to read that one. That was a yeah. sexless marriage. Okay, let's read another one. <laughs> yeah, there's one about how to be, how to not be a tease. Okay. Mm. Dear Emily, my name is Christine. I'm 23. I'm currently living in LA and listen to your show on the podcast app on my iPhone. I hate it when guys leave me on, play games, aren't straightforward with me, etc. I know, shocking, right? So I very much do want to be that person either. I don't want to be that person either. FYI, for context, I'm straight, single female. Anyway. I'm wondering, what's the best way to respond when a guy who I'd love to be friends with but I'm not interested in romantically seems to be interested and wants to hang out? It seems to be a pattern lately with guys in my life. They don't explicitly ask me on a date, um, but will suggest meeting up or something similar. I'm all for hanging out as friends, but I don't know if I should tell them straight out that I don't want anything more. I don't want to lead them on either, but also I don't want to reject someone who didn't even directly say anything and may honestly just want to be my somehow flirty friend. 
But I also don't want to play dumb and pretend I didn't notice flirting. Should I just not make plans to meet up with guys who want who want me to date me, even if it's a group thing? But what if they're totally fine with being friends? I'm overthinking things. She is going up. It's yeah. funny how she's saying this. I'm like, I totally yeah. get what you're saying. I've got it. I love having guys as friends, and I don't want to miss out on a great friendship. Thanks so much. Love your show. You always give the best advice. Thanks, Christine. Um, I think this is a great question because it's like that whole friend thing. And like what I've realized is like, like this is the thing now. Guys don't ask you on dates. They're just like, hey, you want to hang out with me and my friends? We should go out like on a group date. But even if he was asking you on a date or hang out, this is what I have to say. Did she say how old she was? But she's 23. A guy is not going to ask you to hang out unless he wants to bang you at that age. Right. Guys are not looking no. for girlfriends. It's not like a woman would really be nice right now because she'd give me great advice. Have right. me go shopping and give me advice on these women that I do like. No. no. I'm assuming that if you have this many men asking you to be their friends and hang out, they probably do want to date you. Now, here's the thing, Christine. I understand what you're saying also because I had this. I used to say to guys, I have a boyfriend. Or, or I'd say, like, I'm not interested. They'd be like, I just want to be friends. And then, then you feel like a doofus. But the truth is they don't just want to be friends. Right. Um, but you could also, if you like this guy but you're not interested, you could go on the group thing and make it be known there. I actually think you're cool and let's be friends. Yes. And maybe you would make a great guy, great guy friend out of him and maybe, you know, he'll get a girlfriend one day because typically it's easier when they already have girlfriends to right. become friends with them. And maybe he has hot guy friends. Aha, there you go. So that's I wouldn't good, rule them good. all out, but if he's someone that you're not even really interested in at all or being friends with or dating, then there's nothing wrong with just being like, you know what, I'd hang out with you as friends, but to be honest, you could say to him, I'm interested in friends. I'm not, you know, just so you know, I think you're awesome. I'm not interested in any other way. Let's yeah, say that. I agree wholeheartedly. Because right? I'm sure men, like, when you're dating, right, what did you do with it? Well, I mean, this is, first of all, the flirting thing, I love. I love, but um, I love and too. and also like giving guys blue balls or whatever, and it's like you you think like you're you're leading them on. I have to say, I kind of I liked that. I I it's kind of fun. The flirting, a lot they of fun. They just, there's probably so many guys. I remember like in your twenties, like, didn't you have like I had so many circling? No, no, more now than I did when I was in <laughs> right, my twenties. Right. Like thanks a lot, like you know bartenders or whatever or some whatever. Oh, I would. Total, I totally flirt. I love it. Right. You know? I love flirting. It's good for the ego. It just feels good it's to be so, desired. Oh, my God. Especially when you get older. Like, oh, guys, I'm still hot. I got oh, it. yeah. It's just fun to flirt, but it's not so take it to the fun. next level. Right. So, yeah, I would say, Christine, you know, if he's hurt, you're being honest and communicative and just saying, yeah, let's totally go. I just want you to know, like, I think you're awesome, but I don't, like, want, like, it's not a date, right? Like, you can just say it playfully. Yeah. And, yeah, move on. Yeah. You know? I think that's fine. Group but, of friends is good. And... That's how we meet people, through yes, friends. Yeah. Typically, a lot of the people we, we meet, we date, whether it's like, you know, even Facebook, you know, or in public. Go mm-hmm. out with his friends, mm-hmm. they could be super hot. Emily, are yeah. banging now? What's going on? Uh, good question. <laughs> I am banging a guy. I live vicariously. I know. I've been banging a guy. I've been dating him. I've been dating a few, but I've been dating this guy for a while now, and then... It's actually our sex has gotten better. Like he came to the oral sex workshop, and we've been more, we've been closer. It's not, we haven't had like the talk of we're committed because we decided early on that we weren't going to be. But mm-hmm. now it's, it feels like it's sort of, we're getting closer. Right. Like he made me right. dinner. Uh, <laughs> but that's nice. I mean, it don't you say no, it I on like your podcast? It. It's got to go somewhere, right? It can't just eventually be- exactly. So that's what the talk we had like most recently. I was like, I'm just I like this friends with benefit, like because we're, we're actually we, I actually adore him and we don't want to mess up our friendship. And then I was like, oh, it's not really going anywhere. I get it. Let's just kind of end it. And then we did. And then he kind of came was like, wait, I really miss you and I want to be with you and I think I could take this to a level, but we haven't defined it yet. But I really like him. Actually, he's the one that I choose of all the men that I want to be with the most. Really? How's that? Yeah. Okay. And the sex has gotten better. How old better. is he? He's 37. Oh, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much a bitch. Um. He just turned 37. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah. good. I know. That's he's nice. cute. That's he's nice. so cute. Yeah. And, and, and I like him. And we're friends. Nice. And I hope he doesn't listen to the show anymore. I think he's excited that he doesn't. Do you list? Uh, all right. Uh, you, do you said, do you date other people while you're dating him? You know, I have. I've done both. I've dated, right now I don't really have time. And I think we got to kind of figure out what we're doing. But I definitely have. And then he like went on a rampage and listened to like eight of my podcasts in a row one day, which he never does. Every guy I date tells me they don't listen. And I found out recently, not just with this guy, but with another guy I was dating, that it is not true. Because this other guy that was like, oh no, I don't listen, I don't listen, heard something on my podcast like a few months ago. And got really upset. I'm like, how did you hear that? It's like, we have mutual friends. I'm like, 
We have zero mutual friends. You listen to my show. I'm sorry. I don't know how anybody could resist that temptation. Every guy is always like, what is she thinking? What is she thinking? Like, what could possibly be going on? Of course. And then there's a bi-weekly inside (laughs) scoop into your life. And they're not going to listen to it? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Absolutely. Into my brain and into what I want sexually. Hi, if you like me, listen to this, you know. But sometimes. What guy? Okay, just take a guy. What guy dates a woman and then doesn't, and says, like, I didn't Google you. I don't look at your. They all say that. I don't listen to your podcast. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, it's a lie. You're right. Men yeah. are hunters. You know, like they do. They do the work associated with it. They're gonna go through all the channels to make sure right. that they yeah. are He's prepared like, to catch know. that prey. So. Then he gets upset when he listens. Oh, like, don't I listen. Oh, and then he read my tweets recently. And he was like, read a tweet. He's like, just be like, it's all he's Madison. Like, what? I know. I'm like <laughs> Madison. He's like, what? Ha- no, but it was it was a one. Oh, okay. He's like, what happened on July second? Why was it the best night of your life? I'm like. I don't freaking know what happened on July. He goes, you said it was the best night of your life. I'm like, well, I'm sure we went out. He's like, we didn't. Oh. I was like, shit. I was like that with Adam in the beginning. I would listen to a love line all the time. And I would get mad. And then he's like, why are you pouting? What's the matter? And I was like, well, because you asked Victoria Silstead to show you her breasts. On the air? On the air. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That right. kind of stuff. But now and he he'll, he'll go, oh, mom. And still to this day, now it's, now it's other stuff, like complaining about me. He'll <laughs> say, like, oh, mama, that's just radio talk. That's just radio talk. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not right. radio talk. Right. So he, so do you listen to a show? No. No, I do. I do. Because yeah, I think his show is funny. Yeah, it is. Um, he, how does he have, like, the number one podcast on iTunes? Like, of all the freaking podcasters. It's pretty amazing. Well, he developed his audience from Loveline. That audience is a loyal audience. And they went to his morning show on the West Coast because he right. filled for Howard Stern when Howard Stern left. And then developed that audience. And then they But are, still, it doesn't matter. It's still something. They get such a skill. Really, like. Well, he does a weekly. I mean, he does a daily. Five I did a date five weeks. I know. Five these people days. love him. They love yeah, him. He's great. I mean, him. I've heard him. He's so talented. I mean, super talented. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway. But so are you. And you should listen to For Crying Out Thank Loud you. podcast. Thank you. Do you just complain about him back on there? Yeah. Does I he do. listen to yours and no. go, like, Lynette, what did you say this for? No, <laughs> no he doesn't. Sometimes he'll get a tweet from somebody and he'll go, oh, don't talk about Okay, nobody tweet Adam, okay? Please, please. Okay, one more question we got. Hey, Emily, I love your podcast. My girlfriend, 32, and I both listen to you. My girlfriend, 32, I guess you're both 32. Sometimes together, usually separately, and it's really helped us open up our eyes for a variety in our sex life. This is what I love. This is a side note that a lot of couples, just if you're in a relationship, listen to it with your partner or tell them what you learned because I feel like a lot of people email me, they're like, oh, it really helped us because it's not like you don't have the conversation, I'll have it for you and then you'll be like, oh, what do you think about that? It's like a third yeah. party so it's been helpful. So um, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for telling me that. Anyway, it's helped us open our eyes and add variety to our sex life. We even bought your book recently and are excited about the possibilities and fun times. Regarding lube, do you have any tips to reduce the messiness? The lube we use comes in a squeeze bottle and pouring out the lube often requires multiple hands awkward positions and pauses and lube that gets everywhere. It's not that we mind lube on sheets, but applying it during mid-foreplay right before penetration has tends to dampen the mood. In addition, I end up leaving my hand. I feel bad spreading it all over her. Um, he's like a little OCD here, but I get it. When continuing with fondling all of her body, is there a way to apply or some apparatus bottle that could be used with any type of lube? We use water-based, like a spray bottle or a roll-on. That's a great idea, like the spray on. Like the roll-on. That could have some kind of bacteria in it. It's like a spray, spray on. Spray is a um, good idea. The yeah. spray on um, um, uh, sunblock. Sunblock. Oh, so yeah, smart. it's true. Um, it's a deal breaker. Moving the small annoyance will add just that much to our pleasure, uh, to our playtime. Thanks for your advice and passion for sex. M Anonymous, age 33. Um, Lisa, you tried your lube? No, but I don't sell nice. my lube. I but love my true. lube, but that was a whole FDA thing. They don't approve lubes mm. anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I know. I give it to my friends. Um, here's the thing. Do you have a flip top? Does he even use the flip top and that's a problem? Because there are pump bottles. I recommend a pump bottle. Mm. By the bed, there's a lot of... Um, like Uber Lube is one that I remember because it's super easy to based. get out. I know, but I'm sure they make other ones. They like, have I think a lot. Pure, Pure makes the, uh, the squirty ones too, or they like do? the pump ones I too. I love yeah. Pure. It's spelled P-J-U-R. If you go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Good Vibes banner, you can look for ones that are pump. Um, can you go just wet make a pump one? or um, I don't know. I'll, I mean, I'll look? look it up, yeah. I would just try to find you might cost you more or here's another idea. Buy one of those plastic pump bottles at Target where they sell the travel supplies 
and put your lube in there. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And then you can pump it by your back. Because he doesn't mention pump. He mentions, like, you never want a screw top one. Or it's like the squeeze kind where it's like a little, like, squeeze top and you have to turn it upside down to, like, squeeze the lube out, you know? And yeah. that's, that does get sticky. And I personally, you're saying OCD. I personally feel the same way as him. Where, like, yeah, I'm if kidding. I have, you're not OCD. Yeah, I mean, but, but, like, if, like, I have lube on me or, like, my boyfriend has lube on his hands, I'm like, please, like, don't put your hands on my face. Don't get your hands in my hair. Like, right. you are covered in lube. You are exactly. sticky. No, I totally yeah. agree. I would say the the, the pump bottle, um, what else? Look for, he likes water, but he likes water-based lubricants. So, yeah, used for uh, pump. I do like Uber Lube, but it's it's silicone. Um, actual application, um, use it right before penetration. You can squeeze a handful, like, you know, on your hands and massage in your partner's vagina. You know, you can you should do that. And you can stick it up inside of her, rubbing her clitoris, and then she already, you know, has it on. And then... During sex, use the pump to to pump it on. Yeah, so. we pump it directly. Like if you've got the pump, yeah, coming, I like pump we it use, right on. I use Uber Lube and just don't even touch it with my hands. Just pump it directly. That's what I do too. Surfaces. I do the same thing. And then there's a lube shooter, which I just heard about. <laughs> there's a lube shooter that's like a gun, and you put lube in it, and you just shoot it up inside you. Oh my gosh, that's miraculous. I know they have them like at all these sex toy stores. I was talking that's about so my anal sex. I was going to mention it during my anal sex workshop, but I didn't get to it. But you could just lube shoot yourselves up with some lube. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Okay. I know. Who would have thought a lube shooter? What'd you so find? So Liquid Silk has a, Liquid Silk has one. Um, I love Liquid Silk. That's yeah. a great brand, water-based. So yeah, Liquid Silk and Super Silk, which I believe Super Silk is silicone. We have Wicked Aqua. Which oh, Wicked I actually, is awesome. I actually, my boyfriend has the coffee kind. And sometimes if he masturbates before I get home and I get home, I'm like, what smells like cookies? And it's cookies his, or coffee. It's like, like a coffee smell, but it actually ends up smelling kind of like biscotti. Does it or make something. you want to give him a blowjob? Because you're like no. your dick smells like cookies. No, it makes me really confused because I'll be like laying in bed next to him. I'm like, why do you smell like cookies? Then I'm like, is are you like wearing woman's body spray? Like right. you smell like a Victoria's Secret ad. And he's like, um, I'm masturbating with the flavored <laughs> lube today. Well, you could get non-flavored too, yeah. but that's a good liquid silk is a great option. So go to Good Vibes. Use code Emily. Uh, yeah. Enough. Do that. We're gonna help your lube problems. What uh, the man, the womanizer? I saw. Oh, uh, yeah. What? Well, yes. Tell me about that. Okay. So the womanizer. Did you see that we talked about it? Reviewed it? Uh, yeah. I, I. Yes. Were you? Did you talk about it? I, maybe well, I did. Mm-hmm. But a lot of you are talking about it now. No, you talked about something else that led me to, to the womanizer. To, to the womanizer. Okay. So the womanizer is this new toy, and it's pretty amazing. I have to say, it like barely. Um, it, it just it touches your clitoris, so it kind of like it has this round. Uh, how do you explain it? Silicone tip on the top. Yeah. And it has this, it really like, it's, it has like a suction. Like it doesn't, it's like barely touches your clitoris, but it's just in that way that you kind of like it. And wow. you can also add more pressure and suction to it if you want, but it's like barely touching the tip, but it feels amazing. I don't even know how, we wrote a blog post yeah, on Yeah, it's Hustler on Hollywood. Hustler's website. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, you wrote up. That's what it was. I'm trying you to wrote. look for what does the post say, Madison? Because you posted it, Hustler Hollywood. I'm trying to think um, of how. Did I explain that right? It's like it's yeah. Like a, it's the most unique toy because it's it's like indirect clitoral yeah. stimulation. That's the word it, I'm looking for. Okay. Because so, so many women like like guy their clitorises are sensitive. They don't want as much pressure on it. And I had like an orgasm and I was like, whoa! Like I didn't even see it coming. I was like, whoa! Where that? Whoa! Yeah. Where where'd that come yeah. from? Um, it's pretty amazing, and I, I wrote a really good view that is on the Hustler Hollywood website. Yes. And then the owner of it emailed me. The CEO sent me a letter, like a real letter that he wrote. Like he lives like in the UK or Sweden, I think. Yeah. And, and he's like, I just want to thank you so much for you. And he sent me like a Swarovski crystal one. Like it was the first oh, wow. of its kind, which yeah. I was very honored. It's bedazzled and it's fancy. Bedazzled. But what? Yeah. Read um, a few points from that post. Okay. Yeah. So one of the, or the thing about the womanizer is it isolates your clitoris and kind of like simulates the feeling of like when a guy is like going down on you and he sucks your clitoris clearly he is doing it very strongly because it's his whole mouth you know but it does feel very pleasurable and the womanizer like simulates that so you it's a suction cup directly around your clitoris and it just puts like the most light suction pressure on it and like kind of like you control it you control it yeah here's a picture of it so right here i pulled it so that is the button that gets going and then if you want a little more you press this rhinestone I was like actually yeah. Madison that's if Snooki had a vibrator this would look like it's like uh-huh. leopard and pink and diamonds or whatever it's crystals but you click on this and then it goes mm, a little more intense do you want me to wow. get you one yeah yeah 
No, you, I'll get it. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like suction, and it's really, really cool. Do they sell it everywhere, or just Hustler? Um, yeah, they they now sell it at Good Vibes. They, but easiest place to get is Hustler Hollywood. Say Sex with Emily sent you for twenty yeah. percent off. Exactly. Um, and this, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, and this says, oh wait, I wrote this. Okay, well I guess usually I crank it up to the maximum speed to mm-hmm. see what's working, but I only made it to a level two mm-hmm. out of five, mm-hmm. and it still knocked my socks off. Yeah, that intrigued me. Yeah, and then do what's funny. A lot of sex educators. My friend from Australia was in town. My friend Dr. Nikki, and she was in town. And we were in dinner. She goes, "Have you tried the womanizer yet?" Like, and then the, what? Last night, that woman. Um, oh yeah, McKenna. McKenna. She also. She was like, "What do you think?" So it is kind of all the talk of the town now. So check that out. Get it. Get it and uh, check it out. Yeah, you can get it. Okay, Lynette, you rock. We got to cut out. Oh, this, this was so, so fun. Much Thank fun. you for making time because I know you're super busy oh, wrangling you. the Mangria girls and with your you. podcast for crying out loud. And um, I love that you're here. Thank you, Emily. Please come back and do this again. It's oh, super fun. Oh, I would love fun. to. you got to come on our show again. I too. know. I would love to come on your show again. That would be really, really fun. And they can find you. Tell us all your places. I mean, you can go. Um, the show's for crying out loud. Um, <clears throat> you can go to CorollaDrinks.com for the Mangria. We're going to have lemonades and all that getting launched. Will be launched. Adam's hardest. Uh, There's a lemonade? Yeah, coming soon. I don't know if I should have said that, but okay. whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. It's gonna. It's coming soon. Oh my God, I'm very, so very, very. You guys very are like soon. taking. You guys are everywhere. Yeah, we are. So go to Corolla Drinks, um, but follow me on Instagram, Lynette Corolla, Twitter, everything. Is... Check out how she is. It's gonna make you want to buy some. Oh, thank you. And now we gotta go to beauty tips too. Um, thank you so much, Madison. Oh, thank you. You're Bye. awesome. And um, yeah, you can follow me again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sex with Emily. And also come to New York if you're in the New York area or if you're listening right now and you're like, my cousin would love this. My friend would love this. Send them down. Um, If you want tickets, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So thanks everyone for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening to the show. And as you know, my life purpose is to make you have, help you have the sex life and the relationship you want. And so I know a lot of you want to last longer in bed. A lot of guys, you just, you know, have you ever with a guy, Lynette, pre, mm-hmm. you know, in your 20s, two-minute minute man? Oh, what? well, yeah, they come quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah minute yeah, man, yeah. two-minute yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so permescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray. Um, that allows you to last longer bed. If you last four minutes, it'll last, you'll last eight. If you last one, you'll last maybe two to three. It's the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. People are freaking out about it. They're getting it in stores now. It's what? moving like hotcakes. Sorry, I had to Check it out. <laughs> Go to promescent.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening.